This is a Her Camera podcast brought to you by Newcast. Hello and welcome to the Canberrans. It's a collaboration between the team at Her Canberra and the team at Newcast. We are a show and a podcast that aims to get inside the heads of some of the city's cultural leaders, business leaders and thought leaders. We ask them what they think about the city, where it is now and where it needs to go, and we learn a little bit about them personally. So you may learn something. Today, we've got Nick Bullum here. He is a creative and development force behind the street and the suburb which we are filming in, which is Lonsdale Street in Braddon. Welcome, Nick. Hi, how are you? Good. Now, you're a very well-known face around this street. (laughs) Turns out that I usually see you every time I'm here. But for those who don't know you, can you tell us a little bit about your background? Now, you grew up in Canberra? Yes. So I was born in Canberra and obviously lived and studied here till I was 17 Mm -hmm. and moved to Melbourne to study fashion and spent three years there. Then moved to Sydney for uh, around 10 years and Mm -hmm. studied graphics and multimedia and worked and lived in Sydney and then decided to return after our family business. Um, My father was getting older and wanted me to take over, but I wasn't so keen in the whole building development um, game. So I came back and decided to see what I could do with it. So he kind of guilted you into doing it? Kind of, yes. But um, I thought I'd make it work for me and have fun with it. Mm -hmm. So I blended in the things I love into the whole scheme of things and and made it, yeah, something I enjoy now. Now, what are some of your early memories of Canberra? Well, I I mean, we lived in Girilang, so I loved the pine forest back then. I spent lots of time like, you know, exploring. making Yeah, BMXing, (laughs) making go-karts and being crazy. Um, But then most of my childhood was being uh, raised at the driving theatre because our family ran the Starlight Driving Theatre. Oh, there you go. So I was, um, yeah, making popcorn chock tops and watching movies every night. Uh, That's not a a bad way to spend a a childhood. Any favourite movies you want to share with us? Uh, Jumping Jack Flash by Whoopi Goldberg was like a a crazy one I loved back then, but not now. Absolutely. No, your taste. All those movies, yeah. Your taste have matured. Well, you kind of get excited and you go like, oh my God, this movie is so amazing. When you rewatch it, you're like, oh, yeah. Now, on to Braddon. What sparked your initial interest in this particular part of Canberra? Because it used to be a very dingy, grimy, very greasy street of car yards yeah. and mechanics. And empty and run down. Yeah. Well, we had a few buildings here. And so when I came back to take over, I had this particular interest only living in Surrey Hills. It reminded me, not, not the same, but it was close to the city yeah. and it had a park. So it was like bookend by two nice little, you know, elements. Spaces. And um, there were a lot of empty spaces in our buildings for lease. And so I just tried to create in my head how how was I going to work with this street and turn it into something that I wanted. And what sort of concrete steps, like who were some of the first traders that you enticed on? Because yeah. I, I've lived very close to this street all my life and I remember getting the family VW serviced here and I remember Wanda Foes had a model agency. I remember there was a typing school and then there was a, there was a homeware shop Deophora that opened up the, yeah, and that was the very first sort of spark of cosmopolitan life. And then it just 
Pink Ink came and it, yeah. it all sort of took so, off. So when I came, uh, the art shop just moved over to Mott Street. Mm -hmm. So there were empty spaces and I, I wanted that whole experience. I love shopping. I love all the arts and the, gal you know, the galleries I had in Sydney. So I was like, how are we going to get people here? So I went and, you know, sort of scouted Canberra and there was not much to choose from. But I met Jenny, um, Jenny Shaw, and she had the hive. And I begged and enticed her to come to this street. And she was like, thought it was crazy at first because yeah. it was like, you know, a mechanics empty street. So uh, I got Jenny through and then decided to open my own store, which was a unit concept. Yeah. And then carved little spaces for Paula Hilliard, I Trip, I Skip, Pink Ink. They were the originals and then Debacle came along. And then once Debacle came, because everyone loves food, it just, the flow started. Yeah. yeah. And coffee, the coffee came. Ah, roasters came as well, yeah. yeah, after that one. Yeah. yeah. So there was a little step and then throwing in the Lonsdale Street Traders in the big warehouse space and putting in lots of little shops in there. Um, and then the Hamlet, all that started, you know, bringing in a whole bunch of new blood to the street yeah. and, you know, activating new businesses by giving them support that they are now concrete destinations like Sweet Bones. Yeah. They started in the traders. Now, there's an argument that when you have a sort of a nascent area that's a bit run down, the rents are cheap, you know, you haven't invested that much mm. money in it yeah. yet, you get all the hipsters, they're, you know, they're arty and they can yeah. put it together in a cool way. And then in come the developers, it mm -hmm. gets very schmick, the rents go up and, you know, that cool sort of um, underlay yeah. um, sort of has to evacuate and find somewhere cheaper. Do you, that, that's one of the criticisms of, yeah. of Lonsdale Street. I've heard that and there's a balance, of yeah. course, and I think we've balanced it greatly. Like we've kept the rents as low as possible. So there are still rents that are, you can get from 350 to 450, creating smaller tenancies and little laneways. Um, and also the larger tenancies on the street fronts, I've kept them lower. I mean, I can't control other buildings. They, they can do what they want. But uh, speaking from our own developments, we've kept them down. So it allows independence to survive because mm. it is tough. But um, like I said, I Trip, I Skip is been, has been here for like, you know, 15 years. So it shows you that those businesses yeah. haven't disappeared. And all that my and the buildings, hive's still going. The hive's still going. Yeah. All those businesses are there. I mean, Unit Concepts, I decided to close because I started doing the, the developing, just started taking over. But all those businesses, shop, even Moxham and Whitney's still, like, they're all there. They haven't been kicked out where, yeah. it's true, places like Paddington and, you know, other places in Melbourne. I loved Chapel Street when I grew up and uh, studying fashion. That street was amazing. It was filled with independent designers. Now it's just basically Westfield on yeah. a street. Yeah. Um, yeah, it did kill that, and that's sad. And I did, and I had that in my mind, and I didn't want. And and I think coming from retail, and knowing how hard it is, I wanted to make sure that I can, you know, balance between the two. And I think we've done it on this street. Like I said, what are your visions for the street um, in five, ten years? Well, I'm I, like like I've seen other precincts um, start after Braddon started and f already finish. Braddon's still going. Yeah. And there are other developers and other people here that have uh, kind of in the same, you know, in the same mindset, you know, trying to do, you know, something creative and different. So I just, I mean, I don't know, one day it's going to go somewhere. It, hopefully it spills into the city if they, you know, I, I would take that advantage of it if I was in, inside the city. But um, I don't know, like it's a little story and it will go wherever it goes. I mean, obviously one day, I, I mean, like I said, I can only do my little bit. 
and I've seen other people do their bits and I love it. It's just a little story that will go and I don't know, might be amazing or it might be disastrous in the end, who knows, but yeah. that's how, how that's how stories go. The ride is fun. Yeah, I just don't think you can over plan or you know, pressure something, it yep. becomes too forced. Yep. So that's what I like about Brad and it never had a scheme and I'm, I'm not going to attack Kingston for sure, but I'm kind of going to attack Kingston for sure. It started <laughs> and finished. Yeah. And to me, it's a little bit soulless to me. Like, yeah, And it doesn't have that mix of, you know, the grunge, the hipsters, the men in suits. Braddon has yeah. a nice eclectic mix. And do, you, it, yeah. do you feel, though, that um, as it does become more and more developed as it goes towards the city, that um, it could lose it could lose its soul? Um, I think the people, not. I don't think the buildings make the street, it's the people. And as long as um, other people kind of keep the rents so that, you know, independent businesses that are Canberra-based stay on this street, yeah. it will always have a soul. Uh, like I said, it it's it's up to individuals and they, they usually kill the soul. But we, as long as the people are here that started it, yeah. um, it'll always have a soul. I mean, buildings, no building has a soul. Uh, you know beautiful. what I'm saying? So it's the people that create that soul and the businesses. And that's what I think strong about Braddon. It has a lot of independent Canberrans mm. here and they're all friends. And yeah. I mean, we fight, I mean, and argue. <laughs> and then the next day we make up at the coffee shop. It's, you know, it's competitive, yeah. but it's fun. Yeah. It's, it would make a great TV series. <laughs> it's fun. Like, yeah. Lonstar Street. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. One day it might get overdeveloped, but... I mean, that's human nature, isn't it? Like, look yeah, at who what knows? we've done with the whole planet. Yeah. Yeah, good point. That's another interview, but yeah. <laughs> we'll just stick to Braddon for the yeah. moment. Um, let's talk about the good and the bad. Let's talk about the bad. Let's talk about parking. Did anyone not see that that would be an issue in this? I spoke about this. I don't have a problem with parking. I think focusing on parking is kind of so boring because you know why? I like that there's no parking. It means there's people Business. in the area and people want to come here. There are parking, but people in this city especially don't Spoiled. like to walk. They don't like to walk. They expect, and I when I had unit, you know, that people be like, there's no parking. And I'd look out, there was parking, but it was like, you know, 200 metres down the street. They wanted it outside the store. I mean, you got uh, Torrance Street, Mort Street. You've got parking bays at the end in Hague Park. You've got a big parking station in the Canberra Centre, and also a lot of the buildings now have extra car parking space. Stop focusing on it. Just walk. I mean, we talk about being I green. Have. I mean, this, me. I find it not you, but I find it so weird that people talk about being green, and they'd come in my shop and go, "Oh, do you have plastic bags?" Or blah blah blah. But then they whinge about parking. Walk, like, and. Braddon only is, you know, Braddon will service a certain amount of suburbs around here. I mean, if, if, if you drive from Tuggeranong, yeah, it might be a struggle than having to park because you've come a distance. Otherwise, anyone in this area, yeah. walk, ride a bike or just park and walk a little bit. Point taken, Nick. I yeah. have actually not been able to get a park, had a meeting, Oops, driven sorry. home and jogged back. <laughs> That's so perfect. that was good exercise perfect. for the day. But I hear the planners always talk about parking. It's like, just let it go. We are never going to get parking are we unless we build parking station then people and then talk people, about self-drive yeah. driven cars and then what do we do with these parking stations then it's going to be a whole 10 years talking about what do we do with empty car parks yeah sorry Alrighty. i'm rambling now no no it's good it's good we like we like emotion <laughs> on this show now how has um act we don't want to talk too much about politics but how have you found act planning authorities in terms of um making it 
easy to develop here, maybe standing in the road of development. In terms of your personal experience, how have you found the planning processes okay. without, yeah. without getting too emotional? E <laughs> that were okay. So yeah. They have certain certain like steps to designing a building, and to me again, I find, I mean, over planning something kills a lot of you know special little moments, and, yeah. and you know. So I mean, look at Northbourne Avenue. To me, it's become like the Great Wall. Like everything's at the same height, same block. Um, I just wish it was a little bit um, focused on design and some of the create, you know, creatives and looking at different programs of saying maybe this piece of land will sell for two million, this one will sell for four million, but on the four million you can go fifteen stories and this one you can go eight stories, you know. So it allows variation. When you're an artist and you draw a painting, variation in line is what makes a painting. Interesting. If you just use one thickness, it becomes quite dull. And that's what I see with planning here. Also, if people put in sculptural buildings and use special materials, it should be awarded. Um, and I feel like that's why a lot of people in public, I see them online, you know, say Canberra's building another box. But it, it, there's no support when you do something interesting and it obviously costs more money, like anything, fashion, uh, jewellery, anything that has more design in it. So it doesn't get praised and supported. Yeah. It actually kind of gets like... Penalised. And suffocated in yeah. this weird world and then it pulls you back. And a lot of uh, developers and designers and architects even, and, you know, at the end of the day, kind of have this big struggle of trying to make it interesting and they have all these battles. It's not as simple as just people wanting to build a box. Like, I hate building boxes and I, I try not to do it. But, I mean... At the end of the day, things cost money and then you have um, a whole planning process that's telling you no to a lot Which of things. Which is ironic because the, um, the ACT government prides itself on supporting public art, but it's yeah. a very formulaic kind of here is a piece of art, whereas the more organic, um, free-flowing, um, artistic expression often doesn't have a place. Well, yeah, and it's just like the whole, I mean, going off building, I'm talking about activation, it kind of feels like it gets deactivated. The minute you have live music on a street, you have someone upstairs complaining about sound, and then there's a man with this thing pointing it up to count yeah. the decibels and say, no, this has gone over. The it's really like, how does that work? But then these people sit and talk about their trip in Europe and how amazing it was. And they heard these, you know, the music on the streets and the culture and the, the bars on the water without all these regulations, right? And then they come here and they like suffocate us. So I just don't understand it. Yeah. it, it, it it's like, there needs to be a balance, you know? Yeah. And I get we're a developed country and, you know, you need some safety practices and design, you know, but Balance is important and also support is should be given to people that have done something successful and have proven, you know, yeah. positive. So uh, I think that should be awarded, not drowned. What do you think Lonsdale Street needs ideally? Like a street party, for instance? It, or a... it needs, it still needs a lot of things. It needs, yeah, it needs support, uh, for, which they are saying they're doing up the street. Those like... The lights in the trees are horrible. Then it needs to have some sort of like, um, it needs to look international yeah. standard. It can't be amateur. And a lot of these ideas, I mean, why are we testing 
our streets and like we don't know what we're doing. Like I'm not bagging anyone out, but I saw I went through Dixon and I saw a sand pit that's by the side of the road as activation. Have you seen that? They've put like this sand pit with this like Bunnings looking garden. It? It's like on the main street, which the the main street of um, where the restaurants are. I forgot the name of the street. Woolly Street. Is it Woolly Street? Yeah. They've got. Have you not seen that little arch thing? And there's like a sand pit for kids. I'm okay. Well, they've out got. For it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, can we stop with high school projects? Like, can we be serious and can we get architects, designers to just do what they know? rather than like play with these ideas that look like a high school project. Mm. That's kind of Canberra needs to up its game in that sense um, and be more like it's, you know, we're in the middle of Sydney and Melbourne. Do we really need to ask these questions? Like, I don't know. We're I agree. At a sandpit near a road. In well, a as a mum, that's, uh, that's, that would be one of the uh, first questions. I'd, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a quiet street, but still there. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised by that. You know, I will go and check it out. It'd be nice. I don't know. I didn't understand it. But yeah, it, the street, Bradden needs a great, you know, landscape. The, I would take away a few car parks and plant it out. Yeah. Um, it needs a crossing. It needs so many, like, lights in the, in the trees. And it needs, a, uh, again, it'd be nice if we got more support. So, I mean, there's some variation in building size. I don't have any buildings here anymore, so I'm not benefiting from yeah. uh, changing the height. But it'd be nice to see some variation. Yeah. Yeah. I can hear your frustration. And some Nick. more bars and restaurants. Uh, it would be nice, though, even though yeah. people think there's a lot. I try and eat breakfast here and I can't get in. It's, yeah, and, and more things actually spilling out Hague onto Park the street. needs to be fixed. Yeah. That's it. That's the major one. Hague Park needs to look amazing. Can yeah. it be Canberra's little Central Park? Yeah. You know what I mean? Everyone goes to Central Park and says how amazing it is. Like, we've got a big park here. Do something. Yeah. The Canberrans video series and podcast is produced at the Lonsdale Street Studio, Canberra's only dedicated studio space for video production, photography and podcasting. Bookings are available online at lonsdalestreetstudio.com or by calling 61714144. In terms of personal frustrations, how frustrating was it to try and do something a bit avant-garde, a bit interesting with um, the Bowls Club, turning it into, um, okay, you so know... So the Bowls Club started, uh, well, it started at the Hamlet, trying to bring food vans off the street because a lot of friends like Broadburger, the van, they, they found it hard to get permits to do a food van. They were one of the first in Canberra you know, doing that. I mean, I know there was a dog house and all that years before. But um, so I decided to give them that private land where they didn't need these permits and they could all get creative. And, you know, it's wonderful food, music, people just getting, you know, having a drink from there and you could eat a burger. I could have like Vietnamese and it'd be fun. Like a bunch of culture and and foods mixed together. So, and also supporting arts. and, And I had a student exhibition planned there for their graduation. But I was met with eight policemen, two fire trucks, ACT, WorkSafe, like a whole bunch of them came to shut us down. Um, Did you chain yourself to a bollard? Did you want to? No, I told them to get off my land. (laughs) Like, because it was like, I was supporting a bunch of students for free. They had their graduating exhibition there the day before, and we had to move it. 
So they didn't even understand and they wanted all these little things changed and stuff. And the building was fine. Before that, for eight years, that building was dangerous. No one, before I purchased it, it was like, you know, asbestos hanging from, no one said nothing. They left it there. It wasn't activated. It was a dump. But the minute I came in there, spent money, cleaned it all up and tried to activate it, I was getting deactivated. And that's why I find it weird that today one's all about activation. But when someone does something, they again hit you with all these missiles trying to stop you rather than going, okay, let's let it go. Let's see. I mean, it was a success. Like, I mean, we had a Singapore film crew come there. We had New York Times, right? Like it went everywhere. So why kill those ideas when people are like, what? I didn't benefit anything from that. I was charging people $200 um, dollars to $400 a month rent, which was inclusive okay. of electricity. Yeah. It was a loss to me, yeah. but it was it made me happy because it activated the street. It helped businesses, um, but they were there. Yeah, so anyway, that then generated into a little meeting like this with the Canberra Times, and um, I wanted to talk about maybe possibly doing another Hamlet there, and it was an idea, but then it went through this negative phase of everyone going, oh, a developer's coming through, it's going to cause drugs, violence. Uh, it was crazy and there was posters all along the street. That was more of a community. That was not only government. Um, well, the government, yeah, it was a it community. Was commu yeah. It was community. Are you surprised by the sort of conservative nature of people who would immediately jump to the conclusion that having um, something like the grounds in Alexandria would yeah, lead well, to people doing drugs on yeah. the school oval and... I freaked out because I don't know why someone thinks like that. Mm. I mean, sexual violence, drugs, when you're having like a function space for a wedding. When you're having nachos in a tin. Yeah, and having My a goodness. pool with free movies. That was the whole concept. Yeah. I don't know why people thought all those things and I don't want to put myself in their heads. It's more, I found it more a reflection of them than myself. Yeah. But it was, kind, you know, it's not a nice thing people saying about you. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean... All those ideas of, I mean, there's lots of other developers and, and like you said, creative people in this town and thinkers, support them and, and really put, you know, some support in their hands. And if you're going to design an arts precinct, don't get a developer to actually design it. Get Go artists. get an artist, a fashion designer. They're going to be there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, anyway... I'm going off track, aren't I? No, 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 no. I could <laughs> talk about this. I could talk yeah, about so this. Yeah, so I, I don't know I if I answered your was... question, but I feel like, the, you know, ACPLA, governments, like whoever, support people trying to do something different. And I get there are some regulations, but I'm sure you can, like, change them and make them work, like, organically. Each project should be looked at differently. Mm. Um, and if someone's going to spend more money and do a sculptural building... Let them do it because yeah. they're the ones that are going to be the. I mean, Yamaroshi was a building that I spent so much money on the facade. I could have made them boxes and made more profit to myself, but I spent it on that facade. I don't own that building. It's strata. People have own, own it now. But that building now has featured in so many Instagram posts architecturally around the world. I mean, it's, I got people writing from Finland. Like, it's gone everywhere. That's what you want. You want the whole landscape to be amazing and different mm. and yeah not boxes i mean boxes yeah. serve their purpose because if they're you know it's budget as well yeah imagine canberra without um Lonsdale street though 
it wouldn't be, um, you know, think of all the publicity we've had. Yeah. Um, and that's the other thing. I don't, Alonso Street's great and I love Braddon. I mean, but I, I just find it weird when people talk about Woden being the new Braddon. I kind of find that like, are you, like such a weird thing Canberrans do or this is going to be the new Braddon or that. No, it's not. Just do the new Woden and do the new whatever <laughs> and make it work for that area. And I mean, I'd kind of be, it's kind of like weird saying that. Don't you find that a bit strange? That well, people say uh, Dixon's going to be another Braddon. It's like, is that, isn't it? Why I think not strive to make it Dixon? Yeah. No, I think it's more just the success of that, that these areas are going to open up and attract. Yeah, but you I know, find this of... town keeps trying to repeat. Yeah, rather than do and something. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, you know, having a piece of bread this big and this much butter. You can't spread it right across. It's not going to work. So give us, Braddon's got independent shops and that focus on another area and give us something different. Like you said, like give us the grounds or give us those other options we can get in other cities. Stop repeating mm. the same thing over and over again because once this is successful, you do it here. It's, this one's going to die out because they'll go, we've only got so many people. Yeah, so yeah. you make yeah. it exciting for visitors yeah. that come here. Give us a Mona, you know, in Canberra. Why don't we have like a contemporary arts you know, I mean, we've got a great gallery, not saying, but like something a bit quirky and weird right in the centre of the city. You know what I mean? That was one of my questions. What do we need? That. Something. <laughs> I don't know. There They're building go. this if big pool by the, I mean, our weather is not really pool. Like, but I get, it's going to look beautiful, but let's look at where we live. Yeah. Like eight months, nine months. I've got a pool and I hardly use it. So, I mean, like an indoor pool would be great. But a cool that, one. A cool one. But, you know, I just find out, like, you know, I think Tasmania's got it right there. Yeah. You know, they've yep. got themselves. I think Canberra could do something like that itself. Yeah. Um, do you reckon you'll hang around? Do you see yourself here? And yeah. Is that a personal I, no, I lo no, no, no. Because I, I love Melbourne. I live there. I love Sydney. live there and here. And I'm torn. And I love Byron Bay, like, up that yeah. way. So... I'd love to think that I would do projects in, or I'm starting in Melbourne yep. and I've been looking up the coast and, and I love Bendigo. So I've looked at a few little places and I've got some things happening in Bendigo and Melbourne. So I'd love to be a little gypsy and travel through all. I love them all. I love Australia and I think we should promote what we have yeah. and make it international. I mean, it, when people visit, but tourism should be big here. Like we need to, well, it might especially be now our that coastline. Going anywhere? No, but even to the rest of the world, like we've got such beautiful beaches and that. And I mean, but then you have councils stopping. And this is now I'm leaving Lonsdale Street. But then you've got <laughs> councils suffocating that. You know, why can't you have something by the water? I mean, why are we all going to drown after we have one drink? How negative. Do you want to talk about Lake Billy Griffin? What needs to be? There's yeah. some water. We need to let that I water find go. It <laughs> I'm Sorry. <laughs> no. Really let it go. No, no, no. I find it astounding <laughs> that we no. have a water feature that there is no, I mean, Kingston for sure, yes, a tiny pocket of it, but we haven't really taken advantage. I, uh, yeah, I'm um, with you. Like, activate it. I mean, keep us. Well, we were. Weren't we going to get a, a faux beach? Well, we I don't know about the faux beach. I feel like we could put, like, I mean, we're, we, we could put a casino there. You know what I mean? A function centre. Yeah. Uh, you know, s s some Stadium. international, yeah, something along the, along the lake. Uh, I mean, leave a certain amount where people can walk and feel, mm. that's beautiful too, and make more gardens. I mean, there, there are a few areas that are just that brown gravel. 
Yeah. It's just landscape it, make it look beautiful. I mean, I've noticed improvements. They've done that nice path and more lights, but put some beautiful iconic pieces around the lake. Do you have a favourite spot in Canberra? A place where you just think, wow. Mm, I, I think Canberra's a beautiful place. Yeah. Um, I'd just love to see some more. I don't know, just give us some something special around, like I said, like give us a beautiful contemporary quirky outlet, put something where we could get some concerts in here, that, mm. that, you know? Yes. And maybe a nice theatre by the lake. Why is it just here in this? Push it by the lake with the background of the, you know. Water. Yeah. Use that for those kind of cases. Like I kind of think, all right, yeah, they've done it with a gallery and that, but make it a little bit more... Um, active. You know how they're all just separate buildings? Yeah, but then that means not only dealing with ACT planning, but the NCA. Oh, yeah, see, that's a whole other show, isn't, isn't it? Isn't that sad? We live a life and you spend it battling these. It's a tricky these, city, yeah, isn't like, it? Just, just free it yourself and let people, you know, let people lead it and do it. I mean, they do the noodle markets by the, you know, mm. and people go. Yeah. Why, why do we have to have them as events? Why can't we make spaces that are there permanently? And obviously, I'm not saying let's just kill all of the nature and just put little kiosks and buildings everywhere. But I mean, we can fill it up a bit better and put some smart things like theater, a theater by the water or an art center or something. You know, I mean, I know the gallery's there again, but you know what I'm talking about, yeah, a bit more yeah. quirkier and Edgy. independent. Yeah. 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 Um, or a movie, outdoor movie cinema. Hucks back to the whole starlight. Yeah, roots. well, I've seen people starting to do the little driving thing. It was kind of cool. Yeah, like I, sold out instantly. Yeah, well, yeah. that's what I want to do here do you at feel the bowling club. I see I've got an amazing plan for the bowling club. I'm scared, like, w I want to talk about it, but then I'm scared that people are going to be like, oh, my God, he's yeah, doing it without it planning. Yeah. yeah, but, I mean, that's the kind of thing I'd love to do. I'd love to have um, makers there that are Canberra. They stay there. So people from, you know, Melbourne or Sydney stay there and they get to experience Canberra makers, ceramics, whatever, chocolate, ice cream, they stay there, they have it in their mini bars. there's a pool, there's free movies. It's like the grounds on steroids even, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's what I'd love to bring there. Um, so is that idea not completely shelved? No. Oh. It's not. <laughs> when do I need, need to get bikini ready, no, Nick? No, but, yeah, I know. It's going to be beautiful and you should see it. You should see the plan for it. It's I was, so, in, I was in from the start. I was like, it's yeah. between... Right near my house, we would definitely, definitely it's very, it's go. It's very nice. It's not, I haven't shelved it because, I mean, yeah. people think being a developer, you want to see more apartments and houses. Uh, houses. I actually don't. I want to do this. And, and yeah. Canberra supported my idea. It was the community around there. Yeah. But then, like we said before, I don't understand why people live so close to the city and yet don't want that experience from a city. You know, yeah. if I went out and lived by a farm and then whinged about farm life and how boring it was. Well, why did I move to a farm? Like, I find the same. Like, if you live by the city fringe or in, in Braddon, New Acton, don't complain if someone's playing a busker's downstairs singing and playing. Like, embrace it. That's yeah. what you've paid for. I kind of feel like that anyway. I guess we're all different. I agree. Mm. That's what I love about Byron Bay. So these little buskers and yeah. music happening by the beach. Have you been, you know, when they played by the beach and yeah. everyone's just sitting around? It's amazing. Yeah, Canberra has an amazing community, but sometimes there's a small few that, um, you know, get a little bit irate about something different. They find it hard to adapt and it really does sort of put the brakes on. Yeah, and I find, I mean, I mean, they're allowed to have their opinions and feel that way, but then maybe better suit yourself to, you know, like I said, if I was to move to a farm and then talk about how 
boring and dark and lifeless and silent it is, it'd be weird. Like, why did too I move to a farm? Too much cow sound. Yeah, too cows. many moves. I love, but I love animals. So it's so cool. I love farms as well. All right, Nick, we're going to end up with um, one final <coughs> question, just about um, COVID. How how have you been finding it? Has it made a big impact on your work or your life? Are you finding any positives in amongst you know a global pandemic? What well, it's taught me uh, for the first experience, like we've never been through something like this. So it's taught me ways to handle it and work again, being with a community-based um, business and businesses and retailers. It put us in together, and and I met with each one and discussed how we're going to make this work, and it's been great. We've all yeah. we've all worked it out. We've all gone through it. I mean, I'd hate for a second one to come through, a second wave as Melbourne has, but. Um, yeah, it was, I mean, I personally have not had a bad, like, not been affected by it badly, and, yeah. and I respect some people. I mean, it's been sad. I've seen two, three businesses go because of it, and it is, you know, it's heartbreaking, especially when you hear their stories. Um, but I guess things like this do build you up, make you stronger, and at the same time allow you to focus on situations like this and ways to handle them. Mm. Um, Lonsdale Street has handled it pretty good, I see. I, I mean... All the businesses. It I mean, was a bit. It was a bit sad when it was um, when we were in lockdown and nothing yeah. was open. It was um, well, you could get your yeah. takeaway. Well, I'd come get takeaway, and it was there was parking. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but um, you win some, you lose yeah, some. Yeah, no, but yeah, I guess it's affected everyone in uh, in a certain way, and uh, um, I'd hate for a second wave yeah. to come to Canberra because, like Melbourne, I think that will affect a lot of businesses two times. Mm. Do you feel we're in a bit of a bubble? Being Canberra, mm, yes, but I'm a bit worried about the whole being part of New South Wales and yeah. you know the yeah. ski season and people travel through us to get to yeah yeah. But I mean, it'd be sad because a lot of independent businesses can't survive don't as have much a buffer. As, yeah, yeah as as larger mm. businesses can. So I'd hate to see all that work from a lot of these retailers that have put their blood, sweat, and tears for 15 years die off because of something like this that would be sad yes mm. but i mean canberrans are amazing like that they've the pop pop canberra and all those businesses have opened right in the middle of this and canberra's support has been amazing like they've come and they've supported and i hear them and I ask all of the shops their web sales or whatever they did yeah they got creative with the way they handled their business and i mean yeah it, it's worked for them so yeah. it's good that's good to hear yep all right, my friend, we'll wrap it up here. Thank you so much for Thank being you. part of the show. Thank you. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land that this series was recorded on, the Ngunnawal people. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging and acknowledge their continuing culture and the contribution they make to the life of this city and region. The Canberrans is a collaboration between Her Canberra, Newcast, Lonsdale Street Studio and Salon Canberra.